Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang for the celebration of morning Mass. And this is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Bridey Sinclair. Welcome uh, to Billy, who's here with us, to Donnie and Liz, and to James and Margaret Ann, and to Stephen, all the grandchildren, and any great grandchildren who are here. Welcome to uh, Jared and Teresa, and of course to all family members who are here with us. And welcome also to all family friends who have joined us for the Mass. Today everyone feels sadness at Friday's uh, passing from this life, but at the same time there is great joy and happiness as we recall how much she meant to all of you. She was a remarkable woman full of strength and courage, full of love and kindness and loyalty. Her family, of course, was her life, and she was very proud that the family had got on in life, and the grandchildren and great-grandchildren were born and growing up. They were her pride and joy. Today there is sadness at the loss, but there is also joy and pride as we think of Bridie's good life. It's only a few short months since Helen's death, and we remember her especially in our prayers today. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, Bridget, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My dear people, let us love one another, since love comes from God. And everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love 
can never have known God because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent into the world his only Son so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean, not our love for God, but God's love for us when he sent his Son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. My dear people, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we, as long as we love one another, God will live in us, and his love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord. Thank you. 
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are and knowing everything, and if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It is never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins but delights in the truth. It is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am you may be too, and you know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Today we are here at church to remember a person who has meant so much to all of you. 
Today, I'm sure you are thinking of Bridie's kindness, her love, her friendship, and her loyalty. She was indeed a person who meant everything to her family and to her friends. And today, thinking about her life, we think of all of that hard work that she did uh, on behalf of the family, her care over the years that has meant everything to everyone and has become a solid foundation on which the family has built its life and also its future. Those sacrifices, that hard work, those acts of kindness, concern and love are not forgotten now, nor ever will be forgotten. They will always be remembered. The last years of uh, Bridie's life were certainly clouded by illness. Family and Billy, her partner, supported her in this time. And the family appreciate very much the care shown to her by South Lanarkshire carers and by the district nurses who were so attentive. In the end, she passed away peacefully and we think of her now at peace and rest with all those that she has loved. Today we bring uh, Bridie here to the church for Mass and prayers. She lies here near the altar and the prayers of the Mass will be said and offered for her. Today we ask God to bless her with peace, to reward her for kindnesses, and we ask that she be reunited with all those that she has loved. We are always conscious of God's mercy and love and we know that it's his desire that all should enter his house, for the door will be open for all of us, and our place is assured. Just a few words today by way of reflection about Bridie. Her parents, Mary and James Ralston, she was born on the 14th of October 1946, her brothers Jared and Dominic and her sister Teresa. She worked in a number of places, including the schools and care homes. In her teenage years, uh, she moved in with her auntie Ellen and considered her to be like a sister. She often confessed that her own auntie had taught her to be a strong person, independent, to stand up for herself, and even, dare I say it, to be feisty. She had a uh, relatives and friends in Salcoats and was often there and it was there that she met her future husband Donald. They were to have to marry and to have three children, Donnie and James and Helen, and her children loved her very much and have been very devoted to her all their life. Sadly Donald, her husband, was to pass away early in life Bridie herself raised the family with great dedication. She was to have a lifelong partner in Billy, who loved her very much indeed, was very caring to her and loved her in his life and shared their life together. She was very loving towards uh, those that her uh, children had uh, married and were partners with and they regarded her to be very special indeed. She was very fortunate also to live to see the family expanded 
and of course they are here with us today. Mark and Donnie and Maxime and Stephen and Callum and Claire and Brian and Gemma and Jade and Kira and Alana and great-grandchildren as well. Donnie and Devlin and David and Summer and Lee and Arlo and I think also one on the way. These grandchildren and great-grandchildren meant the world to her and I believe she would have walked the earth for each of them. What a great thing it is to have in your life a loving grandmother. She was a very sociable person and liked the company of friends. Rebecca and Nancy and Mags and Marion and Mar Mar Martha and Anna were great friends. She was herself great company, liked to talk, to sing, and had a great way of being friends with people, very many people. Bridie herself played a very significant part in the life of the community of the circuit. She was a very popular woman and well thought of by everyone. She did an exceptional amount for the community, children and young people in that area. She looked out for people who were struggling and would very org often organise flowers sent on behalf of the community for people in the neighbourhood who had passed away. She was very popular and lots of people remember her kindness as a good neighbour and a good friend to them and also to all of the families that lived in that circuit. All family and friends uh, here and now and in the future will miss her greatly. But maybe on a day such as this we realise that our lives are all in a very mysterious way united. We're united as family and friends and neighbours, people that we've grown up with, people that we've worked alongside. We are a community who live, struggle, work alongside each other. Our lives are entwined with each other. Our lives in the present and also in the future are all bound up with one another. And in the end, when one is missing, we feel that things are different. Things are not the same. Something or someone, rather, is missing from life and it will never quite be the same again. Bridie has been in all of your lives, has touched all of your lives and meant everything to you. But as well as sadness today, there is a great feeling here in the church of thanksgiving, of being enriched by her life. She was one of those links, of course, that has joined us all together and kept us together. In the end, I'm sure that you will agree with me that life itself seems too short. There is so much that we feel very often that is undone when someone dies, so much that is still left to do. But surely it's always the case that there's never really a right time to die. There never seems a right or perfect time to leave this world. We leave that decision in the Lord's hands. Today we come here to say farewell to Bridie. In this place and at this time, we remember Bridie's 
good and generous life, and how much it's been a strength and consolation and support to all, she will never, ever be forgotten. And we will always thank God for the blessings that came through her life. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, and the resurrection of the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the beautiful, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Bridget, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. 
Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. me <laughs> 
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.